But I think all children should have three hours a day of daydreaming. Just daydreaming. You sit at this window, stare at the clouds. It's good for you. That was a quote penned by one of our great and late minds of the 20th century, George Carlin. It's funny. Everyone remembers him for his vulgar jokes and his over-the-top stuff, but beneath all that, he was actually a very intelligent, very quiet, very reserved individual with a lot of sage advice. And I was thinking about that lately, about, you know, the, the benefits of letting your mind wander, of letting your mind play, of letting, you know, just life happen and letting your mind just kind of be at peace with the, the flow of life. Yep, I actually have a quote right here. Those who play rarely become brittle in the face of stress or lose the healing capacity for humor. So, you know, there's a lot of healing involved with, uh, with play. There's a lot of um, stress reduction in regards to play, obviously, right? Mm. So it's brittle, brittle? When you say brittle in the face of stress? Uh-huh. So, so those who play rarely become brittle. So, you know, you know, tendency to break. What's fun is it's fun, actually, because you, you think about that. I mean, it's like, you know, playing a board game, playing a video game, running out and just, you know, rolling in the mud. Like, it's, it makes you wonder how how are those two connected, you know? Like, how does playing in the mud let you be a better person, be a more well-adjusted person? Well, it probably, and this is just my opinion, but, you know, I think it breaks you out of comfort zones and it, because it's easy just to stay still. It's always easier to stay still, right? It, it is. So when you're playing, like, you know, when you're pushing yourself, um, it's breaking you out of comfort zones, which is in turn makes you stronger, right? Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you and I do a lot of that as a couple. Well, it's funny because... you also do a lot of it individually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because today um, we went over to a beach, uh, one of those ones in Florida, because I don't know if St. you don't... St. Beach. St. Pete. Okay, he doesn't want to tell you. St. Pete Beach is one of the most beautiful <laughs> beaches in the world. Well, I mean, it is. But we went to one of the St. Pete beaches. <laughs> and um, I got a bug up my ass to go adventure. And I did. And I went, I just picked a direction, looked into the sun. Not actually at the sun. Don't look at the sun if you're listening to that. It's a bad thing to do. And <laughs> look towards the sun. Look towards the horizon, if you will. And okay. just ran. I don't know if you've ever had that urge just to get up and just start running in a direction, seeing where it takes you. But This is quintessentially David, by the way. Yeah, it is. But it's actually one of the greatest things you can do for yourself. So while I was picking a direction and running it, clear of... Well, and not and not everybody... Um, I just have to say this here. Not everyone wants to run, especially on the <laughs> beach, in 100-degree weather. So let's just... let's just. But I yes. think the point you're making is to get up and wander. All right, but the point... I was actually telling a story, if that's okay. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> but so I I started... I, I just ran, and I ran. And while I was running, the first thing I noticed, A, my body felt a lot better. When your body's in motion, when your body's doing something you're supposed to do it for thousands and hundreds of thousands and billions of years it feels amazing like it just your your legs feel great you're you're in the sun so that was the first thing right off the bat it's like you just running in nature and you're exactly nature and feeling like the wind feeling the sun that's uh, first first step second step is second benefit rather is i noticed when you run 
like your mind can start letting excess nonsense just drift away letting uh, any cares, letting any stresses, letting any confusion any doubts, any worldly concerns, just let it, it it tends to just on its own fade away and what happens is anything that's not supposed to be there just goes into the, the ether. Because it's funny, you know, everyone condemns their ability to forget things. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you can remember what you did two years ago, great for you. But it's actually an evolutionary benefit that we forget. Yep. Uh, there's been plenty of studies that shown that forgetting things, that the mind's natural way of discarding useless information so it does not burden us with extra stress, excess. It's a survival mechanism. Yeah. Like she said. So when I was running, I also noticed that, yeah, it just all that excess stuff just forgot away. And it kind of focused me too, which is a rare thing. (laughs) And, but the coolest thing is so I was running and I came to the edge of the beach. Like, not where the, I mean, if you look to your left, there's always water and sand and all that, but like, actually came to a point where the beach stopped being a beach. Yeah, he couldn't run any further. Yeah. Not unless I could do Jesus mode. And, <laughs> and there was, but what there was is there was rocks. There was these beautiful outcroppings of these amazing rocks with uh, birds on them. And it was a very picturesque, picturesque moment and a very picturesque landscape. Mm-hmm. And one of those few things we take for granted. And the coolest thing, though, I found is I found a, a garden in the middle of a beach. Yeah. Like, this was really cool. Like that, you would never think like you know because whoever wakes up goes to a beach because I want to see a garden at the beach, mm-hmm. but there were beautiful cactuses. There were beautiful no, cacti. There were beautiful cacti, <laughs> <laughs> and there were colors of reds. And unfortunately, my botany knowledge is yeah, almost. No, I think what you're trying to say is that I mean, okay, so it was a beach garden. So keep in mind there wasn't incredibly floral but it was the I disagree no that's the thing it wasn't incredibly floral I thought there was a lot of there were some floral but this was not a rose garden well no because roses couldn't grow in the beach but there were there were actually paths and paths of trees or paths and paths that's the point I was making there were trees and everything but this wasn't heavy on the flowers because I think some people associate gardens with flowers but there were but there were some flowers yeah Yeah, it was gorgeous there was reds, there was greens, there was blues. We'll post the pictures up so you guys can see. But there's a lot of... It was a beautiful, beautiful thing. Really. And, I, and actually, I saw some beautiful statues there, too. Yeah. Um, I, I sent you the one picture. There's this one statue of basically this... It looks like a Celtic version of, of a sculptor who painted the Celtic version of Jesus. <laughs> holding a child. Like, in a, in a proper Celtic way. not Nothing creepy. <laughs> and, um, you know, he was giving him milk and stuff. And it was a beautiful... And it was a beautiful um, piece of machinery, piece piece of work, mm-hmm. machinery. Yeah, <laughs> bring up the car. We are in the Robo <laughs> Garden. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, and actually, it was funny, like because today was a bit of a scorcher, and you can check your farmer's almanac to to con- confirm my findings if you'd like. Mm. But today was a bit of a scorcher out there, and seeing like, and it actually gave a moment of respite. There was, yeah. The, well, it, well, we walked about. What probably half a mile? You can understand it was hundred degrees. Mm-hmm. David has already ran, so now he's come back and he is taking me there. So now we are going again. Another, we're walking there, and it's you know in a hundred degree weather, it, it's taxing. Then we saw it; it was amazing. Um, 
it was really nice, but we couldn't stay there very long because we, you know, we had, um, we actually had to leave. So uh, we turned around, we came back. It was another, what, half a mile? Yeah. And of course, we're in the sand. And which actually brings another point of the amazing things of wandering. When, I just had a sip of Coke, actually. The, the liquid kind, not the snorting up the nose kind. <laughs> and when, um, <laughs> on, it's like, so having a normal drink of pop right now, like if you were to have a drink of water or milk, it really wouldn't mean much to you. Like, you know, a little parch, you know, you're having a drink while you're watching your TV or your Chernobyl or your Game of Thrones or your, whatever it is you watch on TV. You know, mm-hmm. big, uh, uh, big Little Lies. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, actually better than I thought it would be, too. Um, but you walk for half hour in the sun. You push your body to the point of exhaustion, which is also another little thing, but I don't think people want to do that. Mm-hmm. But when you come back to your home or your home base, A, you have all these wonderful new memories. You know, you have a memory of these beautiful rocks, of this beautiful garden, of this beautiful time spent with someone that you, that you, you know, love. And... You know, when you have that drink when you come back. Oh, oh, it's oh a- <laughs> this made me laugh. David, you know, we were we had to wait patiently for this guy to get our drink. And we were, but we were also extremely thirsty. And anyway, the, the guy gave David his drink. And he when he swallowed it, you know those movies where they're in the desert and they finally get a little bit of water? That's exactly what it reminded me of. David was like, because oh, oh, it just, it felt so good, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but again, it's because you put in some work. So, mm-hmm. you know, the one thing David and I don't do is we don't just make things easy on ourselves. Um because we could have had a very relaxing, quote-unquote, beach day, which meant, you know, we just lay around, you know, you know, uh, read our magazines. Um, you know, we could have done that. But instead, we kind of push ourselves a little bit, and because of that, there's greater rewards. Yeah, which is all... And honestly, when you push yourself, no matter how... Even if it's a failure, even if, even if I would have just ran off and I would have just found nothing but sand, I still got a chance to explore. So you, you still get a chance whenever you wander, whenever you go off the beaten path whenever you go on a little mini adventure nothing bad ever I mean actually no, I've done some bad, bad places <laughs> funny <laughs> story. those are different funny stories mm-hmm. but it's never a wasted effort was my intended point because when you push yourself you still awaken part of your body like when you're outside of your comfort zone you experience new things You your body reacts in ways that never have before Mm -hmm. so that being said I'm not saying to go running on the beach if you're not in the mood for that however what you can do what anyone can do is you know you have a you have a you know most people have a what's the word you do a thing over and over and over again Um, routine yes so you know try doing a little deviation from your routine see where it takes you yeah yeah, yeah, go down a different road Um, you know take a different way yeah like for example like let's just say after work you go grab a burger at Subway I don't know why you would do that because they don't make burgers. But you would grab a, a drink at a bar. What, try something different. Go to a different bar. Go to, or even if you're insistent on going to the same bar, try a different drink. I mean, the worst that could ever happen is that you, you just... You don't like the experience. You don't <laughs> like the drink. Yeah. Sorry, I'm yelling. We've had a long day at the beach. Um, yes. No, yeah. No, there's lots of benefits. Like, uh, there was one time in my life, David, where I was... Um, 
I had some time off, but mm-hmm. I couldn't afford at the time to have a vaca- a true vacation. Mm-hmm. So I had a staycation. However, I put I gave myself one rule, and that was for the five days that I had off, I would only experience things that I'd never experienced before. Oh well. So 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 talk girl. Gab on girl. Gab on girl. So I, um, you were so funny, babe. <laughs> so I, like, I, for the first day, I went to an ice cream shop I've never been to. Had ice cream I've never tried. Um, like, I don't, I don't remember the exact ice cream. Although I have the picture, it's actually it, on my it, Facebook. It affected actually, her life. You know what? I can look it up real quick. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> because I made a whole Facebook album off of it. And people make fun of my Facebook, but it's so I have these people, memories. Actually, no one's ever made fun of your Facebook. Oh, well, no one's ever made fun of it, but they know that I'm very, like, active. Well, yeah, that's not making fun of it. No one's ever made fun of my Facebook. Well, okay, yes, they have. But... <laughs> um, okay, well, here, here we go. No, it's okay. Keep talking. But I, I want to, like, I want to tell you what I did because... Yeah, keep talking. This is interesting. Um, I think on one... Uh, Another day, I went to the Chihuly Museum. I'd never been. Here, I'll tell you. Here it is. All the things I've never done vacation. Oh, fun. And it's August 13th, 2012. Six days of doing nothing but things I have never done before. An entire six days of firsts. That's awesome. David's falling deeper in love with me right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on day one, I've never eat, eat, eaten banana caramel praline frozen yogurt for lunch while reading about the Olympics. Hashtag vacation bucket list. I have a picture of that. Another first on my vacation of firsts. I've never been taken back to the kitchen of a restaurant, introduced to the head chef, and then shown their famous sign. I was at... um... Oh my gosh, I can't remember. It's the Italian restaurant down in Ybor. Anyway, I have to think of it. Anyway, um, this other one. um, Chihuly, my favorite artist of all time. So I hadn't been to his his uh, thing yet. Um, the other day, um, I went to Mosey. Never mm. been to Mosey. Well, Mosey's fun. Um, Which and, Mosey and, and is a uh, is a museum of science and, and industry? I think it is or imagination. No, yeah. science and imagination. And then I finished it with um, an entire vacation of first time. Six days of love. Friends, family, spontaneity, and decisions based solely on what would maybe make my heart beat just a little bit louder. That's, I am happy. That's beautiful. Yeah. So tell about the, let's go something really simple then, about that ice cream. It's like, walk me through that process of ice cream. So I drove, so and actually this was the best one I thought, because I literally drove around where I live. I went to an area I don't usually go to. I walked into an ice cream store that and I... And a quick disclaimer... If you're going to go to an area you don't go, no, please do a little bit of research. Make sure it's safe. So okay, I don't... It, okay, when I say an area I don't usually go to, it was in my city. Okay. But it's just I mean, an area that Just I a quick need. disclaimer, though. If anyone listening, exercise safety. Well, yes. But, I was in South Tampa. where We're okay. Okay. But continue. Um, and then there was an ice cream. It was in an area of town I don't usually go to, and it was, and it was an ice cream store I'd never heard of. I walked in and, um, and tried ice cream that I'd never tried. And it was awesome. So, expl- so, what made it awesome? Like, put us there. We're all listening. We all want to hear what made this ice cream so amazing. The ice. It wasn't the ice cream that was amazing. It was the whole. It was doing it and having a brand new experience that I'd never experienced before. It would. The ice cream wasn't that great. It was okay, but it wasn't mind blowing. Um, but it was the act of. I hate that you do that. Oh, it versus me. Oh, sorry, David was just. 
popping his knuckles and it really grossed me out. Um, you no, know, it was the it was the act of doing it. It was the act of going and having that amazing um, experience. And also, I had other I got other people involved. Oh, fun! I told the guy who was serving me, and he got really into it. Fun. Um, so yeah, so I mean that was it was awesome. And then I got my family got into it, and like I said, my family took me to all the museums. And so at the so at the end of the ice cream experience, mm-hmm. like, how did that change your life at all? Um, it showed well. So it makes it made me. I've always been fearless, but it made me a little bit less fearless because um, there's always a fear of doing something you don't know. There's always a fear of going somewhere you don't know. So talk about that fear. Well, okay. Like for example, I have no problem going to any Chipotle laying down my $7.33 and getting a meal that I know is going to be awesome, right? I know that. I know that Chipotle is going to deliver for me, personally. But if I took that same $7.33 and went to a brand new restaurant, something I didn't know, I'd be there'd be some fear to that. Will I like it? Will it be good? Will it be, you know, I mean, am I wasting my money? Am I wasting my time? So there's a fear factor. In regards to making any any choice, that's why that's why comfort. That's why a lot of people stay in relationships way too long. They stay in jobs way too way too long. They live in the same houses way too long because there is a uh, comfortability factor that keeps people stagnant. So walk me through. So you spend seven dollars. Let's just say you went and this ice cream was the most god awful thing in your mouth. Well, how would that have affected you? Like if you spent seven dollars and it was just this worthless piece of shit food. It wouldn't have affected me. So- I mean. Okay, I tried something new. Like, not everything was mind-blowing. Well, no. Like, I mean, Mosey was cool, but it wasn't, like, amazing. Oh, yeah, Chipotle no. was amazing. No joke. Like, I mean, not everything I did was amazing. But then, so what I'm saying is, if there's a fear of shitty things, why, um, why, why is there a fear if it won't matter? Well, again, because I, I took, uh, I gave myself permission. No, no, but, so you... You know, that's the answer. I think that's what we have to do as a society. Give ourselves permission. Is give ourselves permission to not worry about the outcome if we try something new. Wow. I think I think as a society we are so um, uh, uh, hell bent on and worried about fear and are worried about failure. And I think that by allowing ourselves the I gave myself permission to try a whole bunch of new stuff. You know, and it you know and if if it didn't work out, great. If it did, great. Again, you know, maybe maybe break out of the Chipotle, the Chipotle or the Starbucks um, regime where we all know that the Starbucks is for $4, we're going to get a good Starbucks. Well, maybe go to the coffee shop that you've never been to. It could be the best thing you've ever had, you know? So, you know, I don't know. It, it was an amazing vacation. Um, I try to do that personally, too, when I'm vacationing outside of the, my area or outside of the country. Try try a whole bunch of new stuff. David has introduced a whole bunch of new things to my life um, that has changed my my life dramatically. So I'm a huge fan. You know, it's funny too. I was going to end this with like with a scientific study I found, but honestly, give ourselves permission to fail. That's a beautiful sentence, and that's what I'm going to end this with. Just remember, it's okay to wander in any capacity. It's actually the most beneficial thing you can do for your life. So. If you're ever unsure, give yourself permission to fail. This is True Heart Life Coaching Podcasting. To have a good health and good day. Bye.